Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And everyone, it's time. It's time to dive into spring 2023 trends. Yay. We love these episodes. We know you guys love these episodes. So we have done our research and we are ready to share it all with you. As always, we will be sharing the fashion trends along with how you can use this for resale and your reselling business. All right. We will see you at the table. Um, I think this is interesting because this spring trend doesn't feel like a spring trend report. Like the yes, styles aren't spring. <laughs> They're not. They're not what I think that you would traditionally think that spring is. Uh, everything that I researched and that I saw too, um, I was confused (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. Uh, I was confused as to how that is translates to spring, but maybe that's a good thing, you know, because, um, you know, I think with spring, we always are like, you know, that whole devil's wear Prada thing where it's like, oh, florals for spring, like, (laughs) like how groundbreaking it's like, (laughs) so it's, it's kind of interesting to see what the trends are. Um. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think just in general trends themselves, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or what, but I'm having a harder time understanding them. (laughs) I think there's a lot of um, creative element that go into trends now that maybe we didn't necessarily see in the same way growing up. Um, I feel like growing up or even as of late, like we'll say like go back five years, maybe five to 10 years Mm -hmm. it was very structured in the way that things were designed things were presented like there was a system in place where now it's almost like well how can we take this trend that was very basic and make it different so that it's got this crazy element to it that people wouldn't expect yeah there's a lot of creative freedom I think when it comes to to fashion and what we're seeing and the way that people are pairing things, like you said, together, um, the way that the construction is on pieces, the colors that are coming out, like the textures of the fabric, they're all very unique. And and it's almost like they're trying to reinvent the wheel, but rather than having it be the same change like we said the fabric change the color change you know and I know that fashion kind of does that anyways but um it is interesting to kind of see it in this perspective so yeah I'm I can't wait to dive into these spring trends for you guys and and you know just kind of see what what we're seeing that's out there yeah and I think before we get started the overarching theme here guys is it's very simplistic there's a lot of simplicity but there are some serious elevated things for the everyday outfit, which I think is what makes it so special that you can easily, easily purchase these items for yourself at a thrift store without having to really do too much. And we'll get into that when we go through each trend. And for those who are listening who are part of our Patreon group, we have a special download coming your way. Um, it is a magazine. We're calling it a Thrifters Villa magazine. It is volume one. It is spring 2023 trends you will get it as a pdf it will have all the information that we're going to say here with some photos and then we're also going to be adding in reseller data what's trending lately on the platforms how is that you know correlating to what these trends are what to be on the lookout for so you guys will be seeing that coming your way very very soon yeah and if you're not part of the patreon group now is a great time to join so you get all of this really great stuff for what five dollars five dollars a month five dollars a month so and two extra episodes that's true so if you want to hear our lovely voices even more (laughs) head on over yeah um the first trend is really what it what it says it's basics that's literally what this trend is it is those staple pieces that people have in capsule wardrobes so blazers right blazers are going to play such a big role this spring and i think it's going to transition throughout the year um even something as simple as like a black blazer it could be fancy it could be simple it doesn't matter but you could do something fun you could do tweed you could do something that's more fitted long line you could do crop like there's just so many possibilities with blazers it's not one style anymore and i think 
I think I really appreciate that as as a as a buyer because everyone's body's so different. And I know oversized blazers had a moment, and they're still a thing. They're not going anywhere. It's not meant for every body type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And very I think true. Very true. I think a cropped blazer looks better on some people than the long line blazer. So I, I think this is something that if you're trying to build capsule wardrobe, you want to have a good blazer in place. And now that that's kind of where the trends are going, something to easily be on the lookout for. And we'll get into that. Uh, trench coats are, and I know they're always like a spring thing, but like there's a highlight on trench coats that are belted at the waist. Like that classic look is back. Mm-hmm. and I, I love, like that. I love myself a good a good trench coat yes. I think I think you can always just get a nice khaki trench coat or mm-hmm. a, a black one and and honestly like until it rips or something happens like you can you can keep that you know that yeah. I, I think yeah that's absolutely um a staple to have in your wardrobe and I think too that trench coats themselves you can definitely find those in the thrift store and, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like the, the I think they're kind of like the spring coat. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. They're just like kind of light. You can wear them in the light rain if you want to. Like, I don't know. That, definitely trench coats to me always have really screamed spring in my Agreed. opinion. Um, so yeah, it's interesting though that there's a special highlight to, to there it. There is. And they're coming sense. in different sizes now, which is mm. interesting. So they're doing the same thing like the blazer. They're in a more crop style, longer styles. They're there's variations to the length. Um, so again, a kind of catering to all body sizes and shapes. So we like that. We're being inclusive. And then maxi skirts, but I want to be really particular here. It's not like what we've been seeing with like the tiered prairie style maxi skirt. That's still that that will always be here. It's not going anywhere. We're talking about more of like the slip dress the the skirts that you can wear a slip dress itself and make it a skirt or you can actually buy a skirt that looks like a slip dress so more of that fitted chic very like going out in the town wearing a nice pair of heels like that's the vibe Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then uh the other basic piece is we got trousers we're gonna trousers man we will have a whole section on this but trousers are so big right now that is the style. That is what every blogger is picking up and wearing. If you go on YouTube or you go to any Instagram page, every blogger influencer has got a nice pair of trousers on, but they're either <laughs> they're like fitted in like the waist and hip area going to the thighs. And then it kind of widens out and it gives that exaggerated look. Um, we're seeing it in the flare. We're seeing it in just a traditional wide leg an exaggerated wide leg, um, not too much boot cut. And we're not really seeing the skinny. So we're definitely going for that relaxed look with the trouser. And then Jen has a reselling tip for us. Yeah. So when it comes to these basics, right? So when you're in the thrift store, I thought it was really interesting when we look at all these categories, because honestly, a lot of these categories have kind of traditionally been overlooked in the past when it comes to thrift stores. Um, That might not be so much the case now. I I will say I have seen a bit of a shift when it comes to certain thrift stores, but um, definitely, you know, like we've talked about blazers, blazers, maxi skirts, trench coats, trousers, I don't care if it's vintage or it's new. These categories, like we said, they're just really hot right now. So a, a lot of times I think that we we tend to be so brand focused. Again, I don't think you should be brand focused within these categories. It's about mm-hmm. the cut and the style mm-hmm. really when it comes to these kind of pieces. So again, if you're not hitting up these sections, these should be now within your rotation when you're going into the thrift store. I highly recommend that you go in look at some of these categories first, to be honest with you, because this is where a lot of money can be made. Mm -hmm. Um, And traditionally, these these sections, um, they're not really as overpriced as like, say, like the denim section is or the dresses or the shoes or something. So definitely take a look. And then when it comes to coats, you really should be picking them up all year round. Uh, You know, if your store offers that selection, of course. So, you know, we talked about like skirts too. Same thing. Skirts have been overlooked. I think skirts are having a moment right now, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. I think that skirts have not been really popular for a long time. I think that people were more into dresses, but, um, I don't know. It's like, and I don't know if it's because skirts were very Y2K. Uh, I, I don't know, but I'm just seeing a lot more people getting into skirts because I I will tell you, um, 
you know, maybe a couple of years ago or something, every single reseller would tell you, I never hit up the skirt section. I never go to the skirts. I never check out skirts. So it's just some tips and some tricks and some things that I've realized, you know, that I've seen out there that I've heard that I've, um, and that's what the, all these like little tips are going to be as we're going through all of these um, trends, you know, we're going to talk about how does this relate to reselling and what you should be looking out for. I think blazers is a, a category people are the most comfortable going through because it's a pretty easy category to flip through right in the thrift store. It's fast. It's super fast. fast. And you can find some really great, great pieces, whether it's vintage or modern. Pants is probably the most daunting for people. I can see why I always go through pants because I can I find the really pants. good brands for like $2.99, $4.99. Like don't mm-hmm. skip the pants. No, definitely don't. Um, but you know, make sure, like we said, that you stick with the silhouettes that we're talking yes. about. That's that's the big key. You know, you don't yes. want to be going to the pants section and grabbing like colorful denim. Because they put color, because they put colorful they do denim put colorful there, you know denim I mean? in there. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like no, you don't want to be doing that. But yeah, definitely be going to these new categories and spending some time there and doing your research as as you're figuring out these new categories. People might be wondering, like when we say basics, what what color schemes and stuff. We're going to talk about some colors, um, but I think out of like all the fashion shows and everything I looked when we're when we're thinking of the classic pieces we really are thinking classic colors as well whites grays blacks tans neutral based uh olives like we do see a lot of that with the basics but but we're going to talk about some really fun colors that you can be adding in to incorporate with these pieces because you can keep the basics as your capsule wardrobe and then buy some really really fun pieces of fun colors to add to it that are on trend for this season um, and the first one that we're going to talk about is actually metallics and metal colors. So it's two separate things. We've got metallics that are going to be playing a part, which we never see in the spring. And then metal colors, no. which is specifically talking about silver and gold. And we know that gold has been hot for so long and silver kind of like fell off the face of the earth. No one really was wearing silver or anything like my when I got my engagement ring, it's in it's in silver um, but that trend started to die as I got my, like that year that I got married, it was rose gold. So that was it. So that was back in 2013. So I got this in 2011, 2013, it was rose gold, like silver was out. So it's been a long time that gold has really been it, but silver is going to mm-hmm. play a huge role in 2023. And I really think it's going to carry over until the end of the year. I don't think that's going to go away and it's probably going to carry into next year too. Um, the a play off of silver is this gunmetal color, so it's like that gray silver mix. Mm-hmm. So it's got that metallic look to it. I love, I love that, that color. I love that color. Mm-hmm. So pretty. Um, and you're gonna see this trend in dresses, jackets, and skirts. I think it's gonna be a fun way to elevate a piece to add that little pop. Um, we're also gonna see it transition. This is where the metallics comes in. We're gonna see this trend transition into heavier fabrics like leathers or like a textured mm-hmm. taffeta or something like a fabric that is just not traditional to see these types of colors with. And I think it's going to be really fun with the leather pieces because we'll talk about it, but leather's huge. It's, it's, it's enormous. And I yes. just think yes. a metallic and metal color in, in leather is going to look so good on so many people. Um, and then we have the traditional shimmer shine sequence, all of that fun stuff that we mentioned at the beginning of the year as a trend throughout the year. You're going to see a lot of it in the spring. This trend is so ironic because this is a winter and fall trend, <laughs> fall and winter say trend. This is not a spring trend. Yep. Not this year, friends. Nope. We are making it a spring and I think it's going to be a summer trend too. Yeah, you know, and that's was was going to be my reasoning tip for everybody on this one. Like normally, like we said, we think of metallics as winter heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of feel or something like that. But like we said, this is going to be a year round trend. So you definitely want to be picking this up all year round. And you know, you, you kind of have to think too. I think that normally when we think of metallics, we think of like gold and silver. But yep. you need to also start like thinking outside of that box too. You need to start thinking of like bright bold colors, right? That are also coming out that are going to be big. And I think that that iteration is going to be really big in the spring too, you know, to be able to bring in that pop of color, but then also still have that like shine and that sheen. Um, I've seen a lot too in the trends when it comes to sequence, um, like all those 
you remember those old dresses that we would wear, Daniela, that would have like the really big plastic sequence on them oh, and yeah, they almost yeah. look like fish yep. scales? Yes, yes, yes. That yes. trend is getting huge too when it comes to out- outerwear, dresses, tops, all those kind of things. But again, in like really bright, bold colors. So I would say normally I would always just be like, well, you know what? I'm going, I'm not going to pick up anything sparkly or shimmery or anything like that because we're heading into February into spring, but not this year. Definitely take a look and see what you have going on in your local thrift stores, because it it is a trend that we both feel like is going to be incredibly strong throughout the whole year. And it's going to be for everyday wear. It is not just for formal wear anymore. Like this is meant for everyday people to wear out in the streets. Right. So it's honestly, we find a lot of the stuff in the thrift store This is going to be so easy to tap into. And like, especially if you're on Depop, think about it. Like this is perfect for our Depop sellers. You can find Mm -hmm. so much either vintage or even modern that you can tag all day long and get those buyers ready to go to buy it. Um, I was going to say something else and I don't remember. It had to do with (laughs) metallics and it just, I don't know. I lost it. If it comes back to me. We'll come back to it. Um, anyway, <laughs> next is <laughs> denim, but we're going to be talking about relaxed denim because that's really all that's going to be trending when it comes to denim. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I, so <laughs> Jen and I have feelings and I, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with our body, our body shapes, our body types and our height. Like relaxed denim isn't something that I will be doing. It doesn't look good on me. Um, I don't feel comfortable in it. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I do like the direction that it's going and that it's kind of getting away from what it has been over the last couple of mm-hmm. years where it's just been like just baggy, right? Just big baggy jeans. This yeah. is a high-waisted, fitted again, just like the trouser, in the hips, in the waist, going to the thighs and then becoming a wide leg or becoming a flare. Um, and there's a heavier focus on medium wash and darker wash jeans. We're not seeing a ton of light wash jeans. That's kind of, that's not really where we're going with this. But I want you to think about length. And usually if we see really long jeans and stuff, we kind of stay away from it. Cause it's like, well, who's going to really mm-hmm. buy this? No, people want it. They want the jeans grazing the ground. Okay. It needs to, that needs to be flowing to the floor and it needs to be dragging like it did when we were younger, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and it was ripped and tattered. That's what oh people want. Gosh. Yes. Um, that's crazy. But I think the best brand to look at this is Abercrombie. Go on Abercrombie's yeah, they, website. I don't know what they've done, but they've really turned their marketing around and people yes. are all about it. That was such a dying brand, such a dying brand. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, that's like where people are really like looking towards for like all this new I don't know. They must have gotten a new creative director or something. They like have that, a so whole new sure. team, a whole new team. Yeah, I think it's a it woman sense. that owns it now. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So Abercrombie is a great place. If you're like, I'm not really sure what they kind of mean, go on their site and kind of take a look and see what the cuts are there. Um, so really my tip would be, you know, denim is getting harder and harder as a category to thrift let's be honest you know a lot of people feel really comfortable going into denim and purchasing denim I know it was one of my top selling categories I loved looking in denim but it is getting a lot tougher so um, one of the tips that I could tell you guys is go into the kids section actually and look in that size like 14 16 range of jeans and you can actually find a lot of really good juniors brands out Mm. there right so juniors when we think of juniors right they can also be size one fives you know you see those Mm -hmm. those styles Um, but you can actually find quite a bit of good juniors even vintage y2k stuff there um just because it's not really looked over you know and because a lot of people are are within looking in the denim section i am going to just throw this out there though i have been hearing though that the skinny style is coming back which i'm not surprised Mm -hmm. um so you know if you've got your skinny jeans might want to hold on to them for a little bit and maybe in like six months we're having a different conversation because I really think that this whole relaxed denim thing it just doesn't work 
right. for most people. Honestly, it really doesn't. Like, like Daniela said, whether you've got curves, whether you're tall, whether you're short, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? It just it just depends on the individual. Like Daniela said, like for me, I personally don't like it. I'm short and I feel like I'm swimming in fabric and I don't really like that. Um, but I also now have tried on, it's funny, I've tried on like some of my skinny, skinny jeans, like my jegging jeans. And I'm just like, and I feel, I feel like out of style when yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just so like, I'm glad I you need something that. in the middle. Well, I, I like, and I, and I feel like I'm in, I, I like, I'm like, I need something in the middle. So I'm really hoping that this relaxed denim look and what I've seen feels like it's something a little bit more in the middle. Um, because for me personally, like, you know how, uh, um, I would say like Levi's has the balloon style jean yes. or something. I do not, not look good in that. I don't like the way I feel. I personally don't like the way that my legs look in them. I feel like they make them look bigger and I don't like that personally. Um, so it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard style for me. It's hard for me to get on board with this. And I know there's a lot of people that also have that whole, like, oh, I've tried this on and I feel like I look like my dad in these jeans mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> or my mom, you know, I think that it's gone a little bit too far in that direction. So I think that we're starting to reel it back a little bit. I agree. So I think the relaxed denim is a good transition to like kind of get away from that full baggy on. I mean, that baggy look was like intense the last year. Um, I understand why it exists, right? It's like the whole unisex sizing. I get it. I think it's great for people that can pull it off and that can wear it, but it's not meant for everyone. It's funny that you say skinnies are coming back in because I sold two pairs of skinnies that have been sitting in my closet for so long. Um, I actually just watched Lori's latest uh, YouTube video where she talked about her sales and she sold a pair of skinnies as well. Um, and I have heard the grapevine of all the influencers that like that slim skinny mm -hmm. So we're not talking about the jegging style, the slim no, legs, like skinny. Slim skinny. That so the think made well stovepipe. Go ahead, I, Jen. I guarantee you that it was like a lot of people like you and I, Daniela, who were like, okay, we're gonna do this style. And we got rid of all of our skinny jeans and then we're like, wait a minute, I don't want to do this style anymore. <laughs> I need my skinny jeans back. <laughs> probably, probably because I found myself getting rid of all like the mom jeans and stuff. I'm I sold them all. I bought myself some slim leg and I bought one pair of skinnies, but they're not like the super skinny jegging style. Um, but I did buy two more pairs of it because I miss them. Like they just look better on me. My legs look longer in them. Like yeah. I feel more comfortable in them. And I think, I think influencers also dictate that a little bit too, because I've watched a lot of influence, influencers kind of get away from that baggier relaxed style and they're going more towards the slim boot style and maybe designers are like, oh wait, they're our market here and they tell our people what to wear. Maybe we should start transitioning back a little bit to more of a fitted look because it does flatter more body types. Yeah, definitely. We could, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, Honestly, I'm really like, good. I feel so passionate about <laughs> denim in general. <laughs> Just denim in general, but I agree with you, Daniela. I got rid of all of my mom jeans I hate too, because I just hated them. Like yes, at first I was trying them. and I'm like, okay, I can get on board. And then afterwards I was like, I hate them. And my husband hated them. <laughs> They're just, they just don't look great. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on, move on. Sorry guys. Um, oversized bags. We already alluded to this in the beginning of the year. Um, micro minis, they're gone. Well, I, I shouldn't say gone because they're still on the runway. They're not really good. They're like attached to the tote bag now, but, um, the big large tote bags are in. If you're looking at the runway photos, they're just, they're not practical. They're like these oversized, enormous things or half the size of their bodies. Like if you want to buy and wear that sure, but like, it's just not practical. <laughs> no, you don't. That's not, that's going to hurt your back. I'm going to tell you that right now. But totes are in. And I, I noticed yeah. that the totes are mainly leather and suede. Wet. Mm -hmm. Suede has not been a thing for years. No. And it's no. back. I like suede, suede has been out for a really long. I like suede. I've always liked suede too. Yeah. So, but yeah, suede has been out for a really long time. So Honestly, my, my tip for you guys would be go to the luggage section of your third you me this. I think, yeah, it's a very, very underutilized section. I think people just think that there's just luggage in there. No, like this is where all those larger totes, they're going to be there because that is what the thrift store sorters are going to think like this is luggage stuff, mm -hmm. right? This is stuff that people use to travel. So it's going to go in there with all the backpacks and the duffel bags and all that stuff. Because I'll tell you, I have found everything from Tumi, Longchamp, Vintage Coach, everything there. So you really need to be also 
thinking about the different spots within the thrift store and where you need to go to find this kind of stuff. And I guarantee you all the big totes are going to be there. They're not going to be in the purse section. No, the only big tote that they'll put in the in that section is like a uh, Kate Spade and they'll be behind the glass case because Kate Spade is <laughs> gold. like ninety nine dollars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the outlet doesn't even sell it for that much. So, yeah, so there's that. But I think this is just a very simple category. I, we're going to you're still going to see the micros, but they're going to be incorporated within the tote bag, like the tote bags, the main focus. And then you've got these little micro bags attached to it. It's kind of the vibe that the runways have been giving. I'm just happy to buy a tote bag again. Um, I I don't like this next trend. I don't get it, but I also understand where it comes from. So it's mesh pieces, but it's like a cobweb weave is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And all it is is like crocheted knitwear, but like either it's really messy and looks tattered or it's very like traditional crocheted square elements to make it look like mesh. Yeah. This goes yeah. with the mermaid trend that we talked about for 2023. Um, it's just loose crocheted knit. I don't even know how the other way to describe it. You can look it up online. Um, it's in a lot of skirts, a ton of skirts, a lot of dresses, and then, of course, cover-ups for bathing suits. Um, if you're traveling, that's kind of what they're they're going for. It's not my style. I mean, I, I, I would I would personally never wear this, but I can see it being like a very hot thing at a resort to have this cobweb weave look. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. This was very big in the early 2000s because um, layering was very big back then when it came to trends. Mm-hmm. So this is just another way for you to layer your outfits. So I think it's when you do find these types of pieces, it's going to be no matter if it's vintage or not. I don't think that that is going to matter, yeah. meaning brand. I don't think brand is really going to matter at all. Um, you know, you're normally going to see these things in the coat sections, but they could all be still be mixed in the tops too. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly thinking of like tops, but I know that you can, they can be sometimes, um, for bottom as well. Um, but yeah, this, this type of layering element is very big. Um, and so it's definitely going to be something that you're going to want to keep your eye out. The only thing that I could see that this could be a little bit tough is photographing it might be a little bit difficult. Um, so just be mindful of that. If you have a form, you know, I would definitely use your form or if you model or you have somebody that models for you, I would definitely do that. Um, because you might not find a stock photo uh, on these types of things. So that would be my only tip too, for you guys is that I could see that it might not hang well. So it might be a little bit difficult to kind of see what the shape is, if that makes sense. I think this goes along with the whole grunge look as well. This just definitely plays into that. It's not just the mermaid core. It also goes into the, like that streetwear grunge look. Yeah, which I which I know we're going to talk about because yeah. I definitely want to talk about that too because I saw a lot of this and I think it has a lot to do with certain inspirations, which we'll talk mm, about afterwards. Love that. Uh, next is a color. We're going to talk about another color and this is Key Lime Pie and it is bright and it is bold and it is yellow and green. It is It is very, very bright. It is not a hue that you would anticipate for spring. It is definitely more of a summer hue, but we're starting off big this spring. We're, we're, we're going for it with key lime. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you really need to, with, with this particular trend, you really should focus on the trends that we're speaking about, like the silhouettes and the cuts that we're talking about. Um, I wouldn't, buy something in a key lime or a chartreuse or whatever you want to call it, like that kind of greenish mm. yellow that you're talking about. Um, I wouldn't buy it in every single silhouette. <laughs> yeah, so no, do that. definitely just no. be, be mindful, like in a blazer. Sure. Absolutely. In a pant, why not, you know, or a trouser or anything like that. But um, yeah, just want to be, just want to be careful when it comes to any color trends. I think a about. boot would be mm-hmm. fun in this color. Or a shoe, like oh, yeah, a really fun really bright fun. shoe yeah. or handbag. Mm-hmm. You could, I think key lime is a great accent or accessory piece. Yeah. That, that's, that's the way I would use it anyway. I could see it in a really nice in a bag too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, florals, but okay. This is different this year. We're still going to see our typical floral patterns. That That's never going to change because spring is florals. But this is 3D florals. And I think this is really, really fun. Um, Anthropology actually has a bunch of pieces already on their website with this like floral 3D look to it. So I want you to think of like sculptures. That's literally what this is. They were designers on the runway that the, the 
top, the 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 top of a dress, so the bodice, or an actual crop top, was like a big leaf, and that was it. Or it was like a big, big floral piece, and it wrapped around the back. And but that that was it. That was their idea of three D flower. Um, we're also seeing it in mm-hmm. shoes, so like leaf shaped shoes, floral shaped shoes. Um, and then we're seeing applique features of rosettes, whether it be on the shoulder, maybe it's a strapless dress and it has these big, like, um, uh, tool shaped flowers all around to like decorate the, the top of the dress. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all, they're just really fun 3d pieces. It's like a sculpture piece. It is still very feminine, which I like. Um, I also saw someone taking like the faux flowers and making it into necklaces, making it into a bracelet, like really playing up flowers. That, that's so that's so early two thousand. It is. Like, that's just so crazy. It's funny. I've been I've been watching because I don't know. I feel like TV. I've been a little bit bored lately with what TV is. Mm-hmm. You know what's on TV right now, and I actually started watching a little bit of Sex in the City. Oh yeah. Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. and all the stuff that you're talking about is exactly what the those girls were wearing back in like early 2000s like the flower on the lapel and like I like there was tons of episodes where Carrie was wearing like a a corsage even as like you know Mm -hmm. with the flower the bracelet so it's really interesting that you that you're saying that flowers and florals are having a big moment like we said it's not necessarily in the traditional way that you're thinking but um you know definitely even as accessories and like being really sculptural like you said within the within the pieces so just in general right now, this is the time that you want to be picking up florals or botanicals. You know, it's not necessarily just florals, right? It can also be, like we said, leaves, different types of elements within nature. So you really want to start picking up all this stuff now for spring and summer, sell it throughout spring and summer, because that's really the time that people Mm -hmm. look for this kind of stuff. However, I do want people to be mindful that I do think that brand is going to matter within this trend. Um, Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of floral out there, as mm-hmm. we all know. So just be mindful when you're picking up um, any floral or or botanical pieces. Um, because if it's just not that special, then I would not pick it up. If it is something that you're like, wow, this is very unique. This is very different. And it doesn't, you know, click the check mark boxes for you for, for brands. Um, you know, that's something to think about. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like, I just... I know that we've been saying more and more when you're out reselling that you don't need to be thinking so much about brand any brands anymore. But I think with this one that you you should be mindful of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the floral one and even the mesh one that we were just talking about, if you're a handmade seller or like you're creative, you're a seamstress, oh my God, is this your time to shine? Like so many of these trends, oh yeah, you could upcycle so many pieces to create them and like open up an Etsy shop and people will come flocking. Like you're not gonna be able to find this 3D floral sculptural pieces at the thrift store the same way that you can't just regular florals. I mean, you're just not. But maybe you have this really cool vintage piece and you are very creative and you have tool and all these different types of, fabrics and you're able to create these rosettes and then sew them onto this dress and now you've created something that you can see on the runway like there's just so many fun ways to play with this 3d floral look i agree uh the next one which i think is probably the one that speaks to me the most besides the basics is the elevated indie and apparently gen z calls this indie sleaze it is i I don't get it but okay that's what they call it <laughs> but it's utilitarian. That's really it's like utilitarian meets grunge is what the like the best way that I can describe it. Um and a lot of muddy colors. So think of browns, olive greens, like those type of hues. Distressed denim, mm-hmm. cargo pants, long sleeve tops, layered under tees, like I I like getting flashbacks when I was in high school. Army jackets, chunky silver hardware. It is 90s and 2000 grunge but it has this utilitarian style to it that Mm. that that I kind of like I think that's the part that I like the most where it's got that I don't even know how do I describe utilitarian in this I don't even know how to describe it I don't know it's hard to describe but it's like the cargo pant but it's got the silhouette of utilitarian style to it it's like straight not too baggy but it does have a little baggy element to it it's just I like it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 90s and like 2000s, like grunge and everything. I just think, like I said, hot topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that whole kind of feel. But yeah, definitely. I think that this really 
I think that this trend personally is also having a big resurgence too because of Vivian Westwood. This was all Vivian Westwood style, you know? And so um, if you just go onto her page and we've, we recently had an episode just about Vivian Westwood and all of the influences that she had on fashion. I think that this is another influence that she, like her brand and her name has really, you know, brought back to life. This whole like, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 90s punk grunge but like in a new iteration and this kind of stuff is everywhere in the thrift stores you know so it's but it's so popular so big right now again this goes along to the lines of like leather like we've talked about leather everything right now you know and we're going to talk more about that afterwards but you know it's just something to kind of think about if you find a really unique um piece that you would consider a bit more like punk or grunge kind of style doesn't really matter what the brand is really when it comes to this this trend I think it's just it is more about like how creative and cool the piece individual pieces yeah it's it's a very interesting it's just interesting if you just google some pictures you'll get an idea of what we're talking about Mm -hmm. but I do like that the the colors kind of go with the basic tone that we talked about in the Mm -hmm. beginning where it's like those neutrals they're a little muddy but they're also can be translated into different pieces so I liked that about it as well I also think you're going to see a lot of the the chunky chunky boots goes with this Mm -hmm. trend 100% I know that it's spring but boots are year-round now like that is just the thing chunky boots are year-round it doesn't matter um that it's not fall winter Okay, trousers. We already alluded to the trousers. It's our next Mm -hmm. trend, but it really does deserve its own shout out as a trend. And these are all about the perfectly cut, well-fitted trouser. It's not like, like when I think of trouser, I think of the early 2000s and like the black pants that we had to wear to work that were uncomfortable and mid-rise and just like Mm. cut gross. Like they just were not flattering. That's not what we're talking about. We don't like want my that. like my ex, ex, express my express, express ones. Yes, <laughs> everyone had them yes. though. Everyone had them. I had them. I, yeah, I I thought I was like so boss in those too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these are oh, supposed God. to be really fitted. They're supposed to look yes. really good on your body. Super high waisted, pedal pusher style. Okay wide leg Mm -hmm. even they call this a puddle hemline and i didn't look it up i'm not quite sure what a puddle hemline is do you know what that is jen is that like where where it's like full like the hemline i'm googling it right now it's meant for the petite gals oh then i should know about this For anyone who hates hemming their trousers, I think it just means it's folded. Like you said. That see, I was I think you were right. Right. Yeah, it's folded. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's gonna be the style that we'll just say I was right. You are right, Jen. You are one (laughs) hundred percent right. Um, so yeah, and the other thing too is pleats. (laughs) And when I say pleats, I don't mean pleats throughout the whole pant, like just at that waistline, that little bit of pleating, like that is what's in. Um, I, I think when it comes to selling these, because I know that we said that trousers are an easy thing to go through and you can kind of dismiss brand for most of this, but I think when it comes to like these specific high-waisted fitted, like there's going to be certain brands that have certain styles that people are going to really, really want. Like we're talking about the Ula Johnsons of the world, right? Yes, yes. But I would challenge you and say that if you don't see that in your thrift store, then your next bet, best bet will be vintage. Yes. Just look yes. at the vintage trousers because that is where all of these brands are getting their inspiration from. And I have to tell you, some of my favorite trousers that I have are vintage that I've owned and I wear them today and I feel so incredibly stylish. Like I have a pair of, do you remember Danielle and when we, um, when you stumbled upon the um, infamous 
sale of the century yes. at that one savers, yes. right? Where it was just like, and like an estate sale or something. Yeah. Well, this, on top of that, I also got a bunch of Escada mm-hmm. pants there for like $3.99. And I remember being like, I'm just going to send these to the We're real just going to send them to the real real. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were going to do. We're just going to yeah. send them to the real real. And so then I did, except for I kept one pair because I was like, I'm just curious to see what these all about. Holy smokes, you guys. I put those things on and I was like, oh my God, these are amazing. Like I never thought that. So if you're just, you know, curious and you're really not sure, just check out what's vintage mm-hmm. um, in your, in your store and, you know, either try them on and see this is like everything that we're talking about is within like these vintage trousers. Yes. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. I agree. So yes, I stand corrected in the vintage market. You can find the exact same styles, but sure. if you're looking at modern pants, I think that's where you have to be a little more particular because you're going to come across. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't be get. don't be picking up express trousers. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Republic or loft trousers. Like, uh, no, you're going to be sitting on those or maybe get $15 for them. Yeah. You know, don't do that. And after you paid like $12 for them at the thrift store, that's how much they're going to mark them up for. So (laughs) yeah, please don't do that. And don't say the thrifters Villa told you to do that because we're not, we're not saying that at all. (laughs) I'm not telling you to do that. You better be listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the next trend, we're going back to colors. We are talking about bright whites. Bright whites in cottons and linens. But guess what? We're not only doing cottons and linens this year for spring. We're doing faux leather. We're doing real leather. We're doing embroidered thick pants that are all white. We're doing all white outfits starting now in spring. It is happening. Um I thought it was really interesting. I didn't mention this is, I remember now when we were talking about metallics and stuff, I couldn't think of what it was that I wanted to say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now me seeing this, I remembered. Um, Side note, I saw a lot of tent skirts making a comeback on the runway, like free people, trapeze, tent looking skirts. Really? Yep. I don't know if that's, I don't know, (laughs) but I saw them. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, I just wanted to mention that because I hate those. But they were huge a few years ago. The trapeze dresses by free people. People love them. Oh my gosh. Those things were like gold when you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were. Um anyway. Oh my god. Uh but yeah, so the bright white outfit I think is interesting to come into play in spring because it's usually like Memorial Day, right? Like that's traditionally a summer outfit to us to wear an all white um but we're starting in the spring and i think the play on different fabrics is really interesting again going with the whole from the beginning when we started talking about different fabrics coming in cottons and linens of course and all white is kind of what we're used to but seeing leather in all white or seeing a really like thick thick satin or a thick taffeta material in all white with embroidery and like it's a pantsuit like that's not what we're used to seeing so um i I do think it's fun. Um, I don't like wearing all white, but some people do. I like wearing white, but I don't like wearing all white. I mean, I'll wear white, like a white dress or something, but yeah. like to wear like white pants and a white top and a white jacket. I don't know about that. Uh, it feels like it's like baptism day or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know what's going on here. But I will say that this is probably not the best category for thrifting because white, as we know, is is pretty easy to stain. However, I will say if you are crafty and you are willing to take that time, um, white generally can be, it can be tricky, but it it can sometimes be easy to, to bring it back to life. Um, you just have to be willing to, you know, do the soaks, the bleaches or whatever it is that you need to do in order to do it. But so, um, like I said, it's probably not the best category in secondhand in a secondhand market. However, you know, if you do find something that's white, just really look it over and see whether or not I, I would highly recommend to bringing um, baby wipes or like a shout pen uh, or a tie pen, I mean, with you to the thrift store, just like quickly go through what that stain is and see if it'll come out. Um, that could also be another way for you to to kind of assess whether or not mm-hmm. it's something that's worth saving. Yeah. Um, next one, because there's really nothing else to say about whites <laughs> on the knee skirts, aka pencil skirts this is just fascinating to me the pencil skirts coming back me too so i'm happy that it's coming back (laughs) yes i've always i feel like a pencil skirt to me felt like so grown up 
Yes, it was. You know, like, oh, I've got a pencil. It was very professional back then, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, here's a fun fact. Google searches for pencil skirts have increased 168% since October. I got this from like Vogue, I think. Vogue or Harper Bazaar, one of those websites. It had it in their article. 168%? That is insane. That is absolutely insane. I actually just got, I just got a pencil skirt too from um aritzia like a leather Ah. pencil skirt and i was just like why did i stop wearing these (laughs) because they're restrictive right pencil skirts are restrictive they They are i mean you can't really like do like lunges or anything on them but you know (laughs) (laughs) and you have to sit like a lady (laughs) yeah that's probably what it was (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know how this is going to transition into like mainstream fashion um, I think people really love the mini and the midi. Like people really gotten used to that. I don't know if it's gonna fully transition this year, but I do think with the trend of the trousers and the blazers and that like basic aesthetic, even with that indie aesthetic, I can see the pencil skirt slowly like making its way back in, and we'll see where it goes. Um, but we'll we'll keep an eye on it, I guess. I think that the pencil skirt is something that's just kind of gotten lost in that whole like staple wardrobe. Mm. I really think it was a part of a staple wardrobe for a very, very long time. I know I owned a black pencil skirt for a very, very long time. Um, But I think that pencil skirts were also, or like over the knee skirts were a little bit more associated with like work attire professional attire so I'm not surprised that it has been out of style for a while particularly you know after 2020 and everybody Mm -hmm. started coming home and not working so uh, it is going to be interesting to see this transition I think that if you are interested in trying the pencil skirt of the over knee over the knee style I would go with like a leather um you know like start kind of there um or some of the colors that we've talked about, you know, just kind of play it a little safe with this one to start. But again, you know, this is again, see the skirt section. Skirts are having a moment. Skirts are finally coming back in style. So it's definitely worth it to start hitting up that skirt section if you're not doing that already. The next trend is baby doll dresses. And all (laughs) I thought when I saw this was baby spice. Like that's all that I thought. That's exactly (laughs) what I think of when I think of a baby doll. As I think of baby spice. I think of baby spice. Oh like God. I saw baby down. I was like, oh, baby spice. Got it. Like, but that's what came to. And that is one yeah. element of the baby doll dress, the traditional sense of a baby doll dress that we like think mm-hmm. of where it's almost like a nighty, right? It's got this big, like almost hoop at it. It's very mini. It's short. It's got maybe some embellishments or like, I don't know, some sheer material at the top. It's a little voluminous at the top. Um, so yes, that is an element of the baby doll dress, but I also think there's like a 1960s vibe to it where it's like a more fitted straight dress that is mm-hmm. very micro short with maybe like long sleeves and like maybe that floral daisy pattern on it. Um, there's also some Barbie core mixed in here with the ruffles and the tool and, and all of that. Um, but I think you can, the fun part about this is if you don't feel comfortable going the dress route is a lot of the blouses that are coming out have like this Victorian and baby doll vibe to them where they're very high neckline. They've got some ruffles. Um, they might have ruffles or some type of detail on the cuff of the sleeve. So there's some fun iterations of this. It's very feminine. It's very playful. Um, and then the colors, you can see, you see this in lots of different colors. So it's not just the blush muted tones, I think is like where my brain goes. When I think of baby doll, mm-hmm. I think of a lot of the muted tones. We're seeing it yeah, in lavender, pastels. lime green, mm-hmm. reds, pinks. Like this is where you can have fun for your fun pieces. And I think I added this little note here because I can totally like, I can just see this in my head, a baby doll dress or top, right? In some way with a fun pair of Mary Janes because Mary Janes are big right now in 2023 and like those really fun sheer socks that all these websites <laughs> sell now but like I can kind of like thrown back to like my younger days when I think about it but I can I can absolutely see someone walking New York City with that outfit on 
That's yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, baby doll dresses. But I think my tip for you guys would be I would definitely check out the kids section here again in the bigger girl section because I could see how a lot of sorters could look at these and think that they're small, small kid dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be your best shot as to finding some of these see some of these dresses, you know, because they are they're they're pretty much like micro mini, yep. you know, like they're very short and they definitely do have more of a playful whimsical look and style to them um so I could definitely see how those could end up being in like the bigger girls section yes you know like or they could end up in like the nightgown section yes I was just thinking that too Mm. I could see also them in the nightgown section too so that could be something like where you could probably potentially find these that that trend in the thrift store Mm -hmm. oh yeah so the the baby spice baby doll dress that that's what we call that. <laughs> um, I already talked about this, and we've talked about it in our first episode. We talked about trends, but flats, Mary Janes, ballet slippers—that's kind of where it's at right now. Um, so they're in not really leather, guys. We're talking satin and printed fabrics. Le- I mean, they're going to exist that's in leather. Weird. Yes, it's that's very different. Weird to me. Like we said, this this has been out of style for a while now. So you should find a lot of these in the thrift store, a yep. lot of ballet flats with printed fabric. I'm thinking like the Lucky brand, you oh, know, yeah, slipper. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, people. Yeah. Like the the Lucky brand um, ballet flat that we see now. Problem with those is that they're always overpriced in the thrift store. Mm. But you know, it's definitely worth taking a peek and looking. For ballet flats because um those have been out out of trend for so long that I know that the thrift store has got to be crawling with those everywhere I think it's interesting too that the there's like the literal ballet flat that designers are selling like it is a ballet shoe and it's weird to me that that's being sold but okay um but it literally looks like a ballet slipper with it's got a little like elastic on the top of your foot to hold it Mm -hmm. in and then you've got like ballet flat the way that we think about it where it's like just a flat shoe um but yeah the the leather the the satin in fabric over leather is weird to me um but okay sure we'll see how that goes (laughs) i just i'm not i don't like ballet flats i never liked them it's not my thing i don't like ballet flats. yeah it's just not my thing i liked them before i used to own a lot of them and then i like found a pointed shoe and I was like ooh <laughs> this makes my foot look way better <laughs> okay mm. the one that we've been talking about the whole episode mm. and that is motocross and leather so it's not just leather we are going motocross style which I think is so fun this kind of plays into the grunge look too they, they kind of go together here it does. Um, and motocross was really big too in Y2K I yes. remember like especially here in Southern California it was like really big that whole huh. look. Mm-hmm. interesting yeah so we talked yeah. about leather it's not going anywhere we know this um but the motocross element is really fun to it because this means you can wear a boiler suit. And let me tell you, I love a good boiler suit. Like, I think they're cool. I think you can make them real fashionable. I love a boiler suit up until the point that I need to go to the bathroom. Then I hate it. <laughs> then I hate it. <laughs> kind of like a but jumpsuit yes, or like a one piece of any sort. And you're like, yes. I got to pee. Yes. Well, shit. <laughs> All these buttons, let's go. <laughs> exactly. But you're going to see boiler suits again. Our vintage friends, you can find these and some boiler suits are worth so much money. Like, do your research. People like Mm -hmm. boiler suits that have emblems on it. So like a BMW one, a Ferrari one, whatever. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, a a mechanics boiler suit from back in the day. I I don't care. Whatever it is, people are going to love that. Motocross pants, these are a little different than regular leather pants, but on the same idea. They might have like some type of patchwork to it. They're usually a little bit thicker. Definitely a straight leg. Motocross jacket, same kind of thing. It's like a thicker, because motocross Mm -hmm. is motorcycle driving. So it's thicker. It's got a heavier feel to it. It may have some kind of funky leather pattern on it. Um, And then checkerboard boots, which I personally don't like, but I can see where they're going with it. This Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. where our vintage friends are going to thrive. Like, this Mm -hmm. is big. Yeah, it's absolutely big. And I think that, like we said, like 
just leather items in general, whether it's vintage or not, it's a hundred percent worth looking at in the thrift store. Um, you know, like we said, leather right now is so hot, which is just so funny to me because we're going to spring. Um, yeah. but I really don't think that brand matters here. I think just a couple of things to note, um, is always check the condition and be very, very careful with vegan leather because vegan leather does tend to peel. Vegan leather used to be called pleather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember or now it's it called been, faux leather or vegan. I'm like, you leather, mean leather? Vegan. <laughs> you mean pleather? Yeah. yeah. So just double check um, because, you know, like we said, vegan leather tends to peel very easily. So when you're checking your items, make sure to check, you know, under the arms is a really big one, um, you know, because there's a lot of like rubbing, like when you're like moving your arms back and forth, you definitely want to check underneath the arms and see the condition of the leather because when it comes to vegan leather, at least I don't know, there's no real way to save it once it no. starts peeling. So, but leather jackets themselves, like th- there's a lot of conditioning and a lot of things that you can do to restore and bring um, these pieces back to life. I love restoring leather. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I don't know why it's incredibly satisfying. Also, you know, um, painting the leather too. Don't, mm. don't be discouraged if you see that like some of the wear and the color is gone or anything. People are dying for that kind of stuff anyways, you know? So, but if like you wanted to fix that, it's an easy fix. And there's plenty of YouTube videos out there of people that can show you how to do these. Danielle and I have done this and mm. we're by no means any experts, but I've been able to sell many pieces that I've restored with absolutely no problem. Um, but something else that you might want to think about. And as I was thinking about, as Daniela was talking about this is, um, you know, check in the men's section for a lot of these things too. Um, I think that especially with like motocross type of stuff, you know, you're going to find that more in the men's section, check in the boys section too, in the bigger boys, you know, section, like not the little boys, but the bigger boys, you can also find some pieces as well there. So there's definitely some different spots within the thrift store that you could find unique in different leather pieces. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun for so many people, especially in that. Mm-hmm. I think leather is, I love leather. So that's all I have to say about that I one. Too. Um, the I next one's a color. Too. We're going to we're gonna talk about a color and it's saffron red. I think it's really pretty. Oh, wait, you forgot one though. You I did? Oh, though. sorry. Oh, sorry. I did. I did. Forget yeah. saffron. We'll yeah. talk saffron red then go long earrings. Okay. Saffron red. Okay. Bright. Mm-hmm. It's a bright, 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 bright red. Okay. It's really pretty. I think it's going to complement so many different skin tones. Um. It's a very bold color. It's not your traditional red tone. Uh, kind of yeah. goes with the key lime, right? We're going very bright. We're going very bold. It's really pretty. Is it going to translate to everyday wear? I don't know, but I think it's really pretty. Yeah, I don't have a reseller tip for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist, like, but it's a pretty people. color it to does. keep in mind. Uh, I'm uh, I'm looking at it right now. I like, just Googled it. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't even know how else Very to describe beautiful. it, but like just it's bold. It is bright. It is bold. It's almost ha- almost has that raspberry hue to it in some mm-hmm. pieces. But to me, it's just like this vivid red, almost like an orangey red, I guess. Yeah, it is. It, it definitely has a bit of an orange feel. It's literally what saffron, the saffron color is. Like yeah. the actual spice itself. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's a pretty color. I just don't know how it's going to translate to the resale <laughs> market or in regular fashion. I don't know. Yeah. And then the next next one, which I think we briefly talked about in our trends um episode a few weeks back, is long, super long, extremely long earrings. But they're kind of fun. They graze the shoulder. They have like these fun elements to them shapes designs colors they're just they're not just i mean they will be just the regular traditional like long simple earring but a lot of them are really having these fun playful elements to it i've seen a lot of that i actually just even recently went to to tj maxx and they had a whole section dedicated to these types of earrings they had these like beautiful designs too like we're talking like even funky designs right Mm -hmm. so like some of them, they were so pretty. They were like clouds and then like the raindrops Ooh. Were, the, were like the drop, yeah, the long yeah. part of it. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, it's like just fun kind of pieces. So I think when it comes to, to jewelry, I guess, like, I think that the jewelry section can be overlooked a lot. Um, mostly because I would say that most of our listeners, we, you know, you guys are, are mostly clothing mm. resellers, I would say, you know, and we focus a lot heavier on clothing or 
shoes and mm-hmm. handbags and that kind of stuff. I don't really hear a lot of people talking about jewelry. At least that's been my experience mm-hmm. that I've seen. Um, so definitely worth taking a look. Um, but obviously you, when it comes to jewelry, you really want to focus on like quality when it comes to pieces, you know, not necessarily that they have to be like real gemstones or real metals or, you know, like expensive metals or anything like that, but it's just about the quality of the piece. And so um, another tip I would say is maybe offering in bundle deals for earrings just due to rising shipping costs. That could also be a deterrent too, you know, um, unless you have like a really amazing, right. amazing piece, but you know, um, could be worth it if you spend some time and you find some cool different earrings to kind of offer it sell them individually but also offer them I used to do this too like I would sell pieces individually in jewelry and then I would make also a bundle listing of like all the pieces and I would make a lot of sales that way too because people would say oh it's just easier you know like I would find a lot of like say for example lucky jewelry right Mm -hmm. I love lucky jewelry and so I would collect a lot of pieces and I would lot them all together to say like a lucky bundle of jewelry but I would sell all the individual pieces as well to see which one would go first. And usually the bundle would sell first. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, I also think if you are a jewelry maker, you could make some really fun pieces with this and put it on Etsy, like, or even Poshmark. It doesn't matter, but I feel like Etsy would be your place. It is just, I like making jewelry. I used to make jewelry all the time, but I don't Me have too. time. I don't Me have too. time for that right now. Right I don't now. have time to do that. Heck no. But you can make some really fun <laughs> ones because these long earrings are really, really fun. Um, Jewelry okay. is a really fun hobby. And it's it honestly is. people like, it's not that hard to make. No, jewelry. it's not. It's not. Really not. And there's so many YouTube channels. Right That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many YouTube exactly. channels now. Um, okay. Some other honorable mentions here. Not many things, but we noticed dropped hemlines in dresses. Not so much the A line. It, it, so it's dropped. It's, it's hidden a lot lower. So that's interesting. We haven't seen that in a while. Um, it gives me like a 1920s vibe, 1930s vibe, well, more 1920s, I guess, like flapper girl almost is what I think of when I see the dropped mm-hmm. hemline. Um, I don't see that being popular at all right neither now. Neither do I. I think it's no. like a runway thing and that's where it's going to go. Um, mm-hmm. Low rise is still a thing because there are some big brands still selling it and people are still buying it, but I think it's going to slowly fizzle its way out. I think it's already fizzling out. I think yeah. people right away are realizing mm, probably not. <laughs> yeah. A color that we didn't mention, but we talked about in January was cobalt blue. That is definitely big. It is everywhere. We just didn't put it in here because these other colors that we mentioned seem to really be highlighted in mm-hmm. spring. We're probably going to see it. I'm going to guess summer and fall is really when we're going to see that summer. transition. Summer, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, corsets and lingerie as a tire, still a thing. It, it's just not at the forefront of spring fashion. It's not what we're going for, but it's still something that people are looking for. Uh, we already talked about this, the long line blazers, but we're still, we're going to go cropped and boxy. Cropped and boxy are still something that people want along with the boxy t-shirt. So I think that's, that goes well, the boxy t-shirt with the trousers, the pencil skirt. Like I can see why boxy t-shirts are in cream colored denim and trousers. So we've got the bright white, but then you can also throw in a cream. Um, I think cream is a little easier of a transition color than bright white. Mm -hmm. So I would find myself going more towards cream than bright white, but that's me. And then Victorian high necklines kind of alluded to this before. We saw a little bit of this start to kind of transition the fall and winter it's going to continue to transition on i'll be curious to see how the high neckline ruffle feminine look transitions to summer i i don't know if it will but i could still see it being a part of fall and winter so we'll have to see where that one goes and i think a lot of victorian stuff is because of like bridgerton like those type of shows are what's really in the crown right like that's what's bringing this aesthetic kind of to light Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the only way that I could maybe see the Victorian high neckline thing still going on in the spring is if like it was the if the tops were like sleeveless. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Maybe. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how it's going to transition all the way through. We'll see. There's a few of these trends that I don't know how they're going to transition. They might just be for now, and some might never actually yeah. hit 
the stores or be hot on the streets, you know? So we'll have to see, but I think the things that you can take away from this episode is definitely the blazers, the trousers, those classic pieces, the leather, like those are definites. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And you know, it's, it, it's funny because like, I have to say, I, I actually started making some Poshmark sales, Ooh. which was a shocker. And I sold two pieces this week. And believe it or not, one piece was a metallic Zara top. There you go. That was silver metallic and it was cropped and it was sitting in my closet forever. Wait, did you buy that when you were with me? uh, Probably. Yeah. Uh I want to say you bought that when you were with me. I've had it for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I also, yeah. And then I also sold a a, like linen style dress. It was, it was a dress that I've had forever. It was Jen's pirate booty dress. I ended up actually selling it, which was really great. Um, and it was, you know, kind of like a really peachy hue, very, mm. very spring, very summer, not, not at all like a winter piece. So people are starting to think warmer weather. So yeah. just putting that out there. I'm proud of you to make two sales. Did you actually ship them out though? Um, they're at my door right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a box. They're, they're, they're I'm gonna as soon as I'm done here and everything I will be picking up Ellie from school and her school happens to be right next to the post office so I'll just leave a little bit early and drop them off but I'm super psyched because all the money that I'm going to be making is going to be for me to buy new stuff there you go (laughs) see that well we hope you guys liked this trends episode spring is always a weird one spring and summer I feel like they're always a little underwhelming like fall and winter are always heavy hitters like we love the fall and winter um so we'll see how this all goes uh again patreon members you guys are going to be getting our volume one magazine here spring 2023 trends and everyone else will be back next week to chat with you bye everyone yeah